0: this week on Prepping
1: 2.0. What we're going to talk about is I have cancer and how a blue state set of COVID rules unnecessarily gave it to me. We're going to talk about blue states. We're going to talk about mental preparations. We're going to talk a lot about faith in God. When disaster strikes, will you
0: be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0. With authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping 2 Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in 3, 2, 1.
2: Welcome, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0, joined by my co-host on the show and co-host in live, Glenn Tate. Hey, Glenn.
1: Hey, hey, everybody. Um, okay, very interesting episode. I'm just going to lay it out. What we're going to talk about is... Glenn has cancer, I have cancer, and how a blue state set of COVID rules unnecessarily gave it to me. We're going to talk about blue states, we're going to talk about mental preparations, and we're going to talk a lot about faith in God. So this is an unusual episode, and it's a serious episode, but we're going to get it out there, and I think the listeners are going to get oh, yeah. quite a bit out of this. So, But before... Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Well,
2: let me add this to And medical preps. I mean, we've yeah. learned a lot about this, yeah, so let me point. just throw that in there, too. But, yeah, what's next?
1: Well, before we uh, dive into this big, heavy topic, let's uh, turn to a quick light item. Shelby, what would that be?
2: Well, let's think about this. Who wishes they had prepped?
1: Normally, I say Bosnians, but I got a feeling uh, the answer might be a little different. Well,
2: I think right now, I think millennials living in apartments in Austin, Texas, up until recently, wish they'd prepped. But we're Mm going to use the Bosnian list for now. Yeah, sure. So, the list is uh, the top 100 things that go the fastest or quickest in a a collapse. It's on our website, prepping2-0.com in the lower right-hand corner. And we're um, working on number three this week, which, again, I'm sure millennials in apartments Mm -hmm. in Austin, Texas wish they had were lighters, including Zippo. And BIC lighters, any kind of lighter.
1: Yeah, the Zippo is, of course, the refillable lighter, which I'm a big fan of. They're really good lighters. Uh, They're like, you know, a few dollars more, big whoop. But so have that and have the lighter fluid, have the flints, have the wicks, and then have a ton of BIC lighters, disposable BIC lighters quick quiz. We did not rehearse this. Where's a great place to get disposable Bic lighters? The
2: dollar store. Yes,
1: you can get like 10 of them for a dollar. Same with
2: matches too. That's, a, that's another member yeah. on the list somewhere else on this list. But um, yeah, these are all little things that uh, that are on this list that during the Bosnian collapse yeah. of the early 90s, it was put together by people who survived that and said, you know what, these are things that you may not think of, but are good to have. So
1: Every single week we bring you another thing on the list and you say, aha, I should probably go get some yes. of that. So there you go. Well, We could not do this show without our sponsors. We are very, very appreciative of our sponsors. And Shelby, why don't you tell folks about our first sponsor?
2: Well, I'd love to just mention a recent guest of ours, uh, Jared Savick, he and his wife are preppers. And they're also real estate agents. They have a good idea. In Montana. In Montana, in the Kalispell area. They have a good idea of what it takes to make a good prepping property. So if you're looking to move, we've had a recent episode on that as well.
1: Oh, and we're going to be talking about it today. We're going to talk about
2: that today. Whether you want a turnkey or to build your own home, your own retreat, they have properties in town, out of town, and way out of town. So if Mm -hmm. you're like, "Mm, Kalispell doesn't, but I have another idea, give them a call and reach out to them and you can reach them at their, you'll find their their, uh, phone number and everything at their website sees the day Montana.com. Let me give you the deets on that sees the day M-T.com. And you can find that he and his wife, their phone number there. Lovely, great people, and we'll help you out as you figure out what you want to do for a prepping location.
1: Here's another sponsor we're very thankful for Katie Armor, at C A T I, and that stands for come and take it armor. They make steel body armor with anti spall coating. Very, very good. A good thing to have. Um, As I've been very candid with folks, they have a big backlog, and it's taken a while to fulfill orders, and that's the nature of this business. So be be patient with them. KatieArmor.com. Use the coupon code GRANT. For 10% off. The best place to find all these things is where, Shelby?
2: Well, all of our sponsors are on our website at Prepping2-0.com. Click on the Friends and Affiliates page. Going back, though, to Kitty Armour, a couple of our uh, great friends and fans have let us know that they've had a great experience with the shipping, the kind of the backlog. Yeah. So that's good to know. It's so Yeah, and I encourage you to think about that because we don't know under the current administration how much longer average citizens will be able to purchase such items. So That's
1: right. Well, hey, everybody, let's get into you it. Bet. Okay, here's the big topic. Uh, I'm about to make a statement that I can prove, and this is going to frame the show. A blue state governor gave me cancer and I can prove it. So, I want everyone to know right off the bat, the situation is okay so far. Surgery went well, post-operative surgery went well. I start the chemo process, we'll learn more throughout that. I do not want people to think that this is a dire situation. The odds are overwhelming that this is treatable. And I don't wanna scare you because we're gonna talk in a moment about how demagogues, Democrat demagogues, have used fear to scare people and how wrong it is. So I'm not gonna scare you. We will keep you updated on the situation, but don't worry. But I do ask at the end of the show for people to pray, for me and for Shelby, this affects her too, and we we will be. At, I'm going to do it right now. We're going to ask for folks to email us and tell us their well wishes to tell us they're praying for us, which is 100 percent appreciated. Oh, if I get choked up, a, if I get choked up in the show, just kind of roll with it, it's guys. It's such a morale it's,
2: booster for it's us. It's a thing, it, and we
1: love it. We read every email. The email addresses. Uh, you can always go to prepping two 0com and find them.
2: No, you can't actually, but okay. we're going to tell you anyway.
1: Okay, Glenn Tate one two three at gmail.com and Shelby Gallagher three two one at gmail.com. So there you go. We're and, and let me just and it's a little disorganized because this isn't our normal topic. And this is so very, very personal and emotional that I may not have the most crisp presentation today. Uh, I apologize. Yes, well,
2: ma'am. And let me say this because we want to give you the news you the you are an awesome listener um but we also there is a prepping aspect yes, to this and you. and every time we do a show we try to have that a sort of a bent an angle to it but yeah, there's a, a prepping lesson. aspect aspect to this um and yeah and it's going to be a little disjointed and i'll also say this in upcoming shows yeah you might hear some tiredness or mm-hmm. some scratchiness in Glenn's throat it doesn't mean that he's you know it just means something he's had a rough night or we've just had a procedure or something everything but he wouldn't be you know I take the I take our cue from recently um Dan Bongino yeah um great podcaster that we listened to had cancer and he he'll say to you and I think you would say the same I'm not going to do a show if I don't feel good So, but you might hear just some tiredness in the voice, but let's keep going.
1: Yeah. Let's start off with the chronology because the facts here are important. And the chronology makes my rather audacious point that a blue state governor gave me cancer and I can prove it. So January, 2020, I uh, do a routine and this is colon cancer we're talking about. I should mention that. I do a routine test to see if there's any blood in my stool.
2: Which every man over 50 should do. Yes,
1: Absolutely. Um, more on that in a moment, and so it showed there was a teeny bit bit of blood in my stool, which is only an indicator one out of ten times of a problem. Um, I am gluten uh, intolerant, and I'm trying not to be gross here, but we're going to talk about some grown up topics. Things when that I,
2: go through the colon are gross. Yeah,
1: I, can, I, I eat, can attest to yeah, that. <laughs> that's right. When I eat col, uh, when I eat coal, when I eat gluten, uh, I have a little bit of blood in my stool. So I am at high risk because of this test. I need to have a colonoscopy immediately because of this. I am also in my early 50s. All the hallmarks of this guy needs to have a colonoscopy exist. So for some reason, and I'm gonna blame the, um, the rural healthcare system that we're in for this, I don't get a colonoscopy scheduled for another five months until June of 2020. Okay, well, at this point, It's only a one in 10 chance of there being a problem. So I'm not worried. I have a colonoscopy scheduled for June 2020, all ready to go two days before the colonoscopy. I get a call from the doctors and they say, are you sitting down everybody? Oh, the new COVID rules say we can't do any cancer screenings. I'm gonna say that again and I'm angry. Mm -hmm. The new COVID rules in your sucky blue state with your sucky communist governor say that we're not going to do any cancer screenings because we need to have bed space for all the ventilators. Remember that? Let's go back in time, everybody. We're going to flatten the curve. We need to have hospital space. And that's what happened. I'll continue with the chronology and go into commentary. Well, let later. me
2: stop there at the chronology. In June of 2020. Shelby Gallagher's eye surgeon's office opened and I was able to get an elective eye surgery at Mm -hmm. the same time yours was canceled. So it was very (laughs) arbitrary. So our governor came out and said preventative, elective, unnecessary, non-necessary, whatever you want to call it, non-emergency procedures are all done away with.
1: But not cancer screenings.
2: Well, cancer screenings were done away with, but I can oh, I, I can you yes. took me to my eye doctor yeah. sur- surgery. You know, so you can
1: have uh, voluntary stuff, <clears throat> but since I would have been in a hospital, I guess that's right. the triggering thing. No cancer screens. By the way, everything I'm going to talk about doesn't just relate to cancer. In my situation, there were a variety of screenings oh, that mammograms, were cut off. Mammog- um, heart. heart stuff, a variety of things that save lives. They
2: are preventative in nature. Preventative
1: yes. and save lives, and they were all canceled because we had to empty out the hospitals. Yep. More on that in a moment. So, so, so what's
2: next in the chronology there, Glenn? October
1: 2020. I get a call because uh, that's
2: when it was rescheduled. For. It was.
1: It wasn't Someone. rescheduled, but I get a call in October of 2020, and they say, "Hey, can you do a colonoscopy tomorrow?" And I said. Um, no, I'm going to be in court tomorrow. I'm a lawyer. I'm not a defendant, right? I mean, so I'm going to be in court. Mm -hmm. And I said, but I really want to do this. This is very important to me. When can we reschedule it? And they said in about two weeks. Two weeks would be a reschedule period. And I thought to myself, okay, two weeks is pretty reasonable. I'm glad they're getting on this. They never called me back. They never called me back. Candidly, I went on with my life. I, I kind of count on them. They're the health care people that I'm they paying a tremendous amount of money. Actually, I'm not going to be paying them any money because they're writing this bill down to zero. They don't know it yet, but they're going to. I've been a litigator for 28 years. <laughs> I hope you guys are listening. There's no way I'm paying for this hospital care because you guys were negligent and you did not reschedule this when you knew I was high risk and I had had this colonoscopy canceled for months and months, so, and this me down. Too.
2: Yes, I'm going to calm you down. So, so they say they're going to call you back. They never do. They should. They should have just scheduled you in my mind on that phone. So what happened then? Here in blue, 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 Washington.
1: Yes, backlog.
2: Backlog. First backlog, but second of all, then we did another sh- lockdown. Oh, another and lockdown. Right I around, about that. Thank right you. around Thanksgiving, they had a chance. They, they had sh- a window I'm not, from October giving, to right.
1: Thanksgiving, and there was a backlog because. Thousands of people in my state, millions of people across the country. I don't even know the numbers. They're kind of like Andrew Cuomo numbers. Right. They don't really oh, want to like, like let them out.
2: Nobody wants to know what the, that total is, but I, I have news on that. Hundreds in of
1: thousands of people had important screenings postponed, canceled, and postponed, and the backlog was huge. That being said, I was at high risk, and quite a few months had gone by. And it was incumbent upon this healthcare system to get me back in there. Now, anyway, I'm just going to leave it at that. Yep. So, so let's go more, to February gets, 2021. Let's go to
2: February 2020. You go for it. Now, fill in and, gaps. And, and
1: again, I hope this isn't gross to people. None of this is going to be it, bad well, language right. or anything. And, no, no, no. And
2: it's, folks, this is colon cancer and colon, it's it's gross. It
1: involves poop. Yep. Let's be honest. So a couple weeks ago in February 2021, um, I never really keep track of my bowel movements. Kind of like who does? I mean, seriously, that's kind of weird. But they seem to be tapering off. And then I had growing and extreme pain. I was not having any bowel movements, and it was backing up. We all know what the blockage was.
2: Well, and right now we, we know. now we know. But at the time, um. Constipation. We were yeah. we were taking everything we were doing everything towards constipation.
1: Right. So we're tr- you know we're trying not to overreact. We're trying to not just you know, freak out. So trying the laxative stuff. It's not working. The pain
2: is increasing.
1: I'm going to tell you guys something. Um, the pain for not having a bowel movement for two weeks. I don't know if you can imagine it. I certainly could not going into this. It was absolutely horrible. So. We'll fast track this a little bit. Um, we realize when the laxatives, including the nuclear laxative,
2: that, well, okay, we went into a walk-in <laughs> clinic. Great doctor there. She said and she told us, oh, "I'm going to give you the nuclear bomb here. If this doesn't work by tonight, this was about two weeks ago." Um, go to the ER because she's she realized looking at your chart you've tried to do it the normal routes if you and she's like if you go to the ER you'll get what you'll get the exam that you need to figure out yeah. what's doing this right
1: oh did i so, uh, so nothing midnight. worked yep. um, and i'm in pain that i can't even describe and we go to the ER at midnight at midnight long story short they do a CT scan they see what the blockage is they know what the blockage is I'm scheduled for emergency colon cancer surgery. surgery the next morning. That happens. I will be fair to this healthcare organization. I, from what I can tell, the surgery went magnificently well. It was a small section, about 10 centimeters of my colon that was removed. No obvious spread. There's a little teeny thing. I don't want to go into all the details. But, it's not perfect, but it's not awful. I'm going to just well, be general. Considering
2: how long yeah. that this could have been in your system yeah. and that the spread at, right now as we speak seems to not have happened. Right.
1: So, so that's why I say, you guys, this is this is treatable. And from what we know now, and I keep stressing that from the current information we have, this is not awful. no. Now,
2: And it's the most treatable kind of colon cancer, too. It's,
1: it's very treatable. The odds are in my favor. So I'm getting really choked up, and I'm sorry, you so guys. I'm I gonna apologize. So I'm going to speak while you
2: kind of get your breath there. So, from my perspective, I take uh, Glenn to the ER at midnight, and of course, I'm not allowed inside. COVID. COVID. So I'm sitting out in the parking lot, <laughs> freezing and semi-sleeping and 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 worrying. worrying. And about one thirty-two-ish in the morning, I get a text that I, that they, I'm allowed to come back in. So I'm I'm thankful for that. I go inside. I have not even broken the threshold of the door to where Glenn is at the room he is at and he tells me I have colon cancer and I blame this on Jay Inslee and he's the governor of it, Washington right, and the communist he, so he keep in mind I know I know this now I didn't realize it then he you they had given you quite a bit of painkillers <laughs> he does not remember that night but I will say this I want to fill in a blank here um, in that moment, I, I was there until about 4, 4.30. So I was there, and they delayed admitting you, not the surgery. They delayed admitting you so I could spend time with you. And those were, ladies and gentlemen, those are magic, those are magic memories for me. We said, you know, we had no idea at that point how deadly this could be, how I, I was really afraid that it was far along because of how delayed your treatment had been. And there, you know, that's you take those moments and you take them by the horns and you and you say the things that you need to say. And we did. And at one point during the night, an internist came in. And I want to say this because this goes to what we're talking about today. And she was she's like, I'm here to get you ready to be admitted. And, you know, just taking your vital signs and just chit chatting. She's super nice. Everyone at the ER, 100 percent super nice. They understand what just happened. They know what's in your records.
1: They know how unnecessary and exactly. wrong exactly.
2: And and you were t- you started talking to her because you were on pain meds, and so that just loosens up your ability <laughs> to speak, which is not a problem in general. <laughs> and told her how you felt about the delay in care. She said, and she said, this is happening. A lot. That's this is be... how people are finding their access to medical care. They're putting it off. And then when it gets emergency, they're coming here. We are seeing this here in the ER a lot. Let that sink in, ladies and gentlemen.
1: To add to that, there was the internist. There were two doctors and probably three or four nurses yep. and some nursing assistants. All of them in agreement. All of them said variations of the same thing. I said... I said, listen, I don't want to talk about politics, and a hospital room is not a place for it. I said, but you asked me how I'm doing, and I'm going to tell you something. The blue state governor of our state, I'm very angry at right yeah. now because this was unnecessary. And every single one of those healthcare providers in all the different levels and stages of the healthcare system said, We are seeing this a lot. We are seeing this way more than we should. And they all expressed, <sighs> what is the word even and sorry i've been on painkillers for about 2 weeks express my vocabulary complete is.
2: frustration because if you're yeah. in the medical community you believe and i believe in preventative care if you know what will prevent you from having a catastrophic you know health event mm-hmm. then you would do it i'm going to also put a little plug out here too I'm, I've talked about this before, and this I'm giving you opportunities to catch your breath there, Thank Glenn. You. On February 16th, if you go to Victory Girls blog, I did a post there called Government Healthcare is Not Actual Healthcare. Um, because on that day, President Biden put out that we're going to basically expand Obamacare because, quote, no one should have to lay awake at night staring at the ceiling wondering what they are going to do to get the healthcare they need.
1: Unless you live in a blue Unless state. Unless you
2: live in a blue state. And, and bu- then you
1: have to do all these horrible things and you have to worry. Mm-hmm. You are denied health care, not because of health insurance reasons. But, but because of
2: COVID.
1: And and those stupid regulations. Well, and let
2: me add this too. I encourage you to read that because I did quite a bit of research on this because it hit close to home, obviously, for me. Many, many, the American Cancer Society, many good medical organizations out there are saying this is shutting down preventative and non-elective procedures like this. We are going to see a five to ten-year mortality rate on this.
1: Meaning, wow, reduction, reduction in, in,
2: in survivability.
1: Yeah, average lifespan. And,
2: and we talked about this before. It's not just cancer. In um, in eye procedures, mm-hmm. people who macular degeneration losing permanently losing. Uh, Eyesight. I mean, it is shocking. So I encourage you, it's on February 16th. Um, and the other thing I wanted to add to that, when I pitched this idea to the, to the fellow writers at Victory Girls Blog, I said, what do you think about this? And every single one of them came forward with a, a story. I'm not going to say yeah. who, who has what story. There's, there's a botched procedure because a doctor was trying to figure out a surgical pre-plan on a Zoom call. And, and mess that up there's botched all this we are we are just scratching the surface talking about this and again we're going to talk a little bit more in regards to how to deal with this from a prepping point of view because if if our medical community is going to change and and take a completely different stance on preventative medicine we as preppers need to be prepared for that
1: and i want to pick up on one of the points you made mm-hmm. and then we'll go into a break here in a little while and i'll i'll reset and Give you some solid thoughts here, but you made the point that um, I'm sorry, I'm a little. It's it's no, hard it, to focus this is here. Really but hard. You, here's my point. Um, I I am just an example. I am one mm-hmm. of many. That was your point about other kinds of diseases. So here's my request to you, the listener, and I want you to consider doing this because I'm asking you sincerely. Tell this story because th- my story illustrates. Everything that is wrong with this insane COVID overreaction. I'm a big believer that a lot of important political, historical, social, and philosophical points in life are made with the following words of introduction I heard of this guy. I'm the guy. Mm -hmm. Tell your friends, I'm getting goosebumps, you guys. Tell your friends, I heard about this guy. And I don't care if you use my name, don't even tell them about this show. I don't even care. I heard about this guy who had a colonoscopy scheduled like he was supposed to do that got canceled by insane, over the top, ultra blue state COVID regulations. Mm-hmm. And now he had to have emergency colon, os- uh, colon surgery and is now going to go through chemotherapy. Please tell my story because it it's is a, everything, whoever mm-hmm. it is you're talking to needs to know about this topic. And also, I pray and weep for all the other people out there that are in a similar boat. Thank you. I wanted to say that.
2: Yeah, and let me just say this. So one of the one of my favorite lines that I wrote, and then we'll jump into a break here real quick in this piece, is how does one get access to the health care they need if the same government espousing access to health care won't allow access to the health care one needs? <laughs> so on that happy note, and we're going to talk more about this on the other side of the break, we're going to take a quick break, everyone. Don't go away.
0: More Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up. Hear all our previous shows free online at prepping2-0.com.
1: Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it. Make solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. Katie Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT.
2: Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps.
1: Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times, the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love new mana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available.
2: Numana comes in family style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering.
1: You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed.
2: Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP.
1: Go to newMana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website.
2: Give it a try, numana.com. That is N U M A N N A dot com.
0: Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher.
2: Welcome back, everyone. Shelby Gallagher here over here at uh, Prepping 2.0. And we were just talking about uh, kind of this. I just quoted a line out of the piece that I wrote for Victory Girls blog. And one of the other things, a quote from um, a great, one of the medical guides that I Uh, quoted, says this, preventative care procedures generally have not returned to pre-pandemic levels, um, says a gentleman from the Healthcare Cost Institute. So Mm -hmm. even though things are opening up, the backlog is there, and as what we've just kind of talked about, um, when you have that backlog and there's time for things like cancers to grow and, uh, you know... uh,
1: Degeneration, degeneration of
2: various, of various kinds. kinds. So, um, yeah, so what should have been maybe a polyp or a s- procedure mm-hmm. turned into major emergency surgery for Glenn. So, what were you, you were to, to, to add to this? I wanted to add some yeah. detail
1: to the backlog, yeah. and here are some numbers, and this comes from uh, one of my doctors, and in this small, very small rural medical system, he said, because he does colonoscopies, he said there are our 400 backlogged colonoscopies. And he said, we try to sprinkle in a couple um, of the older ones, basically like mine. He didn't say high risk, but that's what he meant. And we try I, to sprinkle in a couple every week. And sometimes we can't. Think about that, you guys. Yeah. So that's. And I, and I yes. think,
2: and when we, because we had an appointment with him, it's a GI. You know, gastrointestinal uh, doctor. I think he was really trying to <laughs> keep us from getting angry because he knew yeah, he, we're one. He's probably had this conversation. Walking lightly, I get it. Go ahead.
1: I'm about six one, and I was on OxyContin, and I was really mad. And we were in a small space. That's a really good time to talk people down. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Just kidding. I would never hurt anybody. I want to talk about how and why. This blue state history happened and I keep saying blue state and I and it goes without saying, but it needs to be said, right? That is this ain't happening in red states. Uh, there might have been some very initial uh, canceling of some screenings and all of those other things, maybe at the height of this. But it wasn't the year long shutdown with the backlogs that ensued. It wasn't that way in red states. If anybody wants to debate me on it, bring it on. Uh, my, high, my, my level of science education ended at high school. I will still whip anybody in an argument on this topic. So this is a blue state problem. If you live in a red state, good on you. Thank your lucky stars. Well, uh,
2: hindsight is twenty twenty, but if we had known that this is what we, what it, we could have driven. <sighs> I
1: could have driven to Idaho.
2: Driven to Idaho and walked into a, yeah. a, a made an appointment and gotten a colonoscopy. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. If I had known what I know now, I would have done that. Yes. Yes.
1: And And so this really is a blue state problem. So one of the things that is wrong with all of this, and I've got a list, <laughs> one of the things is, the blue state government here absolutely fueled the fear about COVID. Absolutely. It was, we're all going to die. Um, another reason, by the way, people weren't getting health care wasn't just because appointments were canceled. The, the nurses told me this. I didn't even think of it, but they're right. A lot of people, especially older people, were so terrified to walk into a hospital That they were not getting treatment because the governor and the news media and the entertainment industry and all the other people that are wrecking this country kept telling them over and over again with, number one, exaggerated, number two, false, number three, hysterical so-called statistics. They scared people into not coming into the hospitals.
2: And that's one of the things I bring out in my piece. I'm not going to lie. There's a woman from the video that I quoted that has lost part of her vision because she was too afraid to go get a a vision treatment test, uh, see her doctor, because she was so scared.
1: Shame on you, everyone that was involved in this mass hysteria, virtual hypnosis nonsense. Shame on you. I'm gonna say it again. I have a high school level of science knowledge and it's obvious to me and anyone else with common sense exactly all the destruction that would come from this and you guys the decision makers the smart people the epidemiologists the elected officials you either didn't care which is what it was or you're so stupid you don't deserve to have the positions of authority that you have this was so obvious but you decided to send out hysteria and fear well why might that be well, let's go down my list sitting in front of me right now. Mm-hmm. Number one, politics. Now, here in Washington state, let's remember, there was no way Donald Trump was ever going to get the electoral votes from Washington state. And there was no way, because it's a deep blue state that we're leaving, by the way, a deep blue state that would reelect the far left governor of our state. I make this point to let you know it's not like they could scare people and and win an election that was otherwise unwinnable. They were already going to win. They didn't yes. need to do all this destruction that they did in order to win. Not like that's a good enough reason. Oh, hey, let's destroy thousands of lives just, you know, to get reelected. Not okay. They didn't even have to do any of that. It was completely unnecessary. You're going to hear the word Unnecessary in this broadcast several, several times, because there are multiple features of this ridiculous situation that were completely unnecessary. So if they did it for politics, and we know that they did, it was unnecessary. Here's another part of this. It's kind of political, but it's not here. You'll see what I mean. Um, Jay Inslee, the governor, blue state governor of Washington, is a very weak person, uh, he doesn't have a lot of self confidence, and he's really stupid. And, and he's, I,
2: he really is. We're not just saying that. As it's, listen, just, I isn't... was a
1: lobbyist, and I know firsthand when he was running eight, nine years ago, when I was lobbying, just how stupid he is. Mm-hmm. He's like a below average he, intelligence. Well,
2: he's he's a puppet for the progressive left.
1: Yes. They, so he takes the yeah. talking
2: points and he stands up. And if you saw some of his responses and some of his press conferences yeah. where he said, you know, I think I like to think of Mr. Rogers in this moment. And he would quote Mr. Like, Fred Rogers.
1: He's the guy three wow. days into the occupation of the Capitol Hill Autonomous mm-hmm. Zone in Seattle said, I haven't heard of that and laughed and dismissed the reporter. So He's weak and not very bright. And you're right, Shelby, he's a puppet. So here's what happened. I'm guessing, <clears throat> but I'm probably right. All of his advisors said, hey, governor, you need to look tough. You need to look in control. You need to be in charge. Decisive. You need to be bold. And this is the kind of nonsense that a weak person like Jay Inslee just eats up. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna be tough. I'm gonna be decisive. I'm gonna be bold. Apparently boldness means canceling healthcare screenings that are going to end up for months, injuring and killing a whole lot of people completely unnecessarily. Apparently, that's boldness. So it's this conference room. I'm guessing. Then again, if you've read two hundred ninety nine days, you know that I've had access mm-hmm. to some of these conference rooms. It is this conference room like you be bold. Yeah, I'm going to do that. That also uh, added to the uh, depth of the hysteria and the depth of the overreaction and was another reason to cast aside common
2: sense so speaking of bold and depth let's talk about Minuteman coffee yeah
1: Nice, give me bold. off my high horse. Yeah, let's
2: bring you down a little bit. That's crazy when I have to talk about coffee to bring you down Whoa. off this ceiling. Whoa. So, I encourage you to go over our website, prepping 2 zero.com. friends and affiliates, Minuteman Coffee, great folks over there. They are. They carry our exclusive brand, blend, excuse me, the I Miss America blend. If you use the term I Miss America at checkout, no matter what blend you choose, you get 15% off your order, which is awesome.
1: I want to talk about some sponsors here and candidly get them out of the way because I am on a roll right now, but that doesn't mean these aren't important.
2: Oh, these folks are important.
1: They are important. EMP Shield, they make a device, as the name implies, is a shield against EMPs and coronal mass ejections. Ejections. And uh, it's all on our website, prepping2-0.com, friends and affiliates page. And
2: we have an awesome coupon with them.
1: Yeah, 50 bucks off each device. A lot of people have been getting EMP Shield products, and I'm very happy about that. So there's that. There's another great sponsor we did have. You,
2: did you give the coupon code? I did not give the oh, coupon code. Oh, let's do that. If you get, use, if you buy something from the EMP Shield, use the coupon code PREPPING2.0 and get that $50 off. What's the next one, Glenn?
1: New Mana, N-U-M-A-N-N. Think of it as like food falling from the sky, part two, right? Yeah, Numana. Mana, N-U-M-A. right? <laughs> Which is uh, bulk freezer dried food, long-term lasting, and they have some some non you know, gluten stuff and a bunch of other things that are handy when you get a little or, older and well, have organic
2: gluten. and gluten free. We're finding out this is important. Yeah, finding out this is important.
1: <laughs> um, they're on our friends and affiliates page yes. and or you could go to newmana.com. But if you go to our friends and affiliates page, you get 10 percent off using the discount code prep, P-R-E-P, all lowercase, all lowercase. And then tell folks about oh, our, our other great Love sponsors. these
2: folks because again, just recently we got our latest edition from them from Backwoods Home Magazine. Great resource, especially if you're into prepping, into kind of the blend of prepping slash homesteading like we are. And you're always trying to look for something new to add to your your buffet of choices and things mm. that you can do. I know I use buffet. the word buffet. And they have great recipes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, gravy, great mm. recipes. Gravy. So, yeah. So I encourage you to, again, go over there, go over to our website, check out the link, use the coupon code six off, the digit six and off, and you'll get $6 off your subscription. Thank you to all of our great sponsors. Yes. We couldn't do what Thank we do you. without them.
1: Much appreciated. Well, we were just talking about mm-hmm. the fear mongering and the unnecessary politics involved in being bold. Here's one of my greatest um, upsettednesses. Again, I invent a word every, every time. single show. And
2: even, even-
1: Even semi-painkillered up, I'm yep. still doing pretty good. Um, one of the things that upsets me the most about this is, again, picture listener, this conference room in your mind, you know, governor, what are we going to do? Let's be bold. And there are a bunch of health officials there, you know, the health department, epidemiologists, like state-level Dr. Fauci kind of people. Nobody, one of two things happened. Nobody either raised their hand and said, governor, you're overreacting and unnecessarily going to injure and kill a lot of innocent people. Or they did raise their hand and say that and the politicians in the room said, we don't care. We have to deliver the electoral votes for this state for Trump. We need to get the governor reelected and the governor needs to be bold. Blah, blah, blah. Everything we've mentioned before. Either way, this system doesn't work for you and me. Either way, this is a scam. Either way, the the safety valves and all of the processes and all of the uh, uh, good government folks, all the public servants who were just trying to help us live a better life. It all failed. It all failed spectacularly. Nobody raised their hand and said, this is stupid. And if they did, they were silenced. And that is wrong.
2: Well, and, and let me add this, too, as we sit here and, and specifically government extols the word words of uh, Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci and all of these people within the beltway. I'm not here. I've heard zero Zippo from any of those quote unquote experts about this lack of secondary preventative care.
1: Yeah. They don't zero.
2: Care. They, their thing, they're, it's, they're very cerebral, got to flatten the curve, the curve, all the metrics that they've wanted have happened. The vaccines happen. The curve has been flattened. Herd immunity coming. We should be opening schools and we're not. Uh, secondary procedures. Zero word on. This is so messed up. And so, as a prepper, I, I have to sit back and rethink this medical care field, this <laughs> this horizon in front of me, and rethink how I handle my own personal health care. And so we're gonna talk more about that, but and, yeah. and talk about Glenn's story, but folks, we have learned a lot of lessons in mm-hmm. this, and we're gonna carry it into the after show too, because I really do wanna talk about that too, and that may end up being after show, but go ahead. I wanted, I wanted no, to stop you point. so you could take a breath. <laughs> that's and a I'm good gonna point. open the door, because it's getting a little yeah, warm in here. in here. It's toasty
1: in here, because I am, I am radiating a lot of anger right now. Um, You got to get out of blue states, everybody. And I wasn't kidding. And now you see what I was talking about, listener. I wasn't kidding. A blue state governor gave me cancer and I can prove it. This would not have happened in Idaho. This would not have happened in a bunch of other states. Alabama, Missouri. The list goes on. Tennessee, Florida. You have to get out of blue states. It used to be up until a couple weeks ago, like a good idea. I couldn't say it was a life or death matter. And obviously what happened to me doesn't happen to everybody. I grant you that. However, I'm going to go back to what I said very emphatically. I heard about this guy. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You've now heard about this guy. And that would be me. I hadn't heard about this guy (laughs) that had all these things happen. And now that this has happened to me, I don't know how else to say it except this. It's personal now. Mm Now. Now. I'm not going to harm the governor. So go ahead, federal and state agents that listen to the show and just calm down. I'm not going to do anything like that. But here's what I am going to do. Funny story. I uh, come out of surgery and I'm on like six gallons of Dalladin. If you know what that is. (laughs)
2: It's good stuff.
1: You know that it's And anyway. And so I'm talking to my surgeon who, by the way, I think did a fantastic job as far as I can tell. So I'm going to be fair with credit. And I said to him, and he's a polite guy, and I said to him, what happened and how mad I was, and he said, yes, this has been happening a lot. And I looked him in the eye and I said, I'm going on a speaking tour about this. And he thought, oh, okay, yeah, you are, Deladen boy. You're going to go on a speaking tour, uh-huh. I said, um, details don't matter. I have kind of a megaphone, and uh, I can talk to a lot of people about this, and I'm going to let people know about this. So how am I channeling my anger? I'm channeling it in speaking out about this. Nothing physical Good friends in law enforcement, nothing physical. I am going on a speaking tour. So what did I do? I uh, called my friend, Matt Shea. Oh, law enforcement, Matt Shea is indeed my friend, and I will never disavow him. So let's get that out of the way right now, because you know what? Law enforcement, I'm not afraid of anything anymore. A life-threatening situation popped up and was square ahead of me, and I'm going to end up coming out just fine from this. I'm going to get cured, and this is going to be a net plus in my life because I will overcome this. So I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of anything right now. But because I'm a Christian and a gentleman and a peaceful man, I will not do anything Physical with my anger, I will channel into the speaking tour. So funny conversation with Matt Shea. I told him what was going on. He said, "Oh my goodness, we need to pray for you." And I said, "Absolutely." And by the way, if I forget the
2: please end of pray. this show,
1: please pray. Please pray. By the way, my real name isn't Glenn Tate, but God will route the message right because He's way smart. He's smart. Pray for Glenn Tate. Pray for Shelby Gallagher. He'll know who you're talking about, right? And send those emails, Glenn Tate. 123 at gmail.com, Shelby Gallagher, 321 at gmail.com. And we wanna hear from you and we're gonna read them and thank you. So back to the speaking tour, told him what was going on. And I said, I told Matt this story about my surgeon and he laughed, getting choked up. And I said, Matt, uh, Matt now is pastoring a very large, awesome church in Spokane. He's not in the legislature anymore, long story. And so I said, Matt, I want to speak at your church. I want to tell everybody what happened because I heard about a guy. That's me. I want to be the water cooler story and uh, that that puts a face, not a face, but is, is a real life story to this situation. And it's not an abstraction. He said, absolutely. Let me, let me know when we're going to talk about it if I can. And I got a lot going on right now. Um if I can, I'm going to go speak at every every church I can. Um, don't don't send me an email and say, can you come out to Vermont tomorrow? Because I probably can't. But anyway, I'm going to mm-hmm. get this word out. And this show is one of the ways. I'm going to go on other shows and talk about this. I'm going to get this word out. So that is how I'm channeling my anger. So you got to get out of blue states. Please move. Your life could literally depend on it. I don't think my life depends on it because I'm going to get cured. Well, your health
2: care, certainly.
1: You could be very injured and go, go through a lot of really bad stuff, completely unnecessarily, because you live in a blue state. The importance of moving has gone up. Mm-hmm. And and why do I say that? Because I heard about a guy and that guy is me.
2: Well, and let me add this, too. I think if you've gone back and just listened to our shows that, that we started 2021 with, there's an. There's an underlying thread, and I think the thread will continue through 2021, if not more into 2022. Good point. Uh, the The division, the, the bifurcation, the split between red and blue states, and the stark difference between the two will just become more and more. And it will become more and more... Uh, th- One of your preps will be how to get out of a blue state. If you're in a blue state, that is actually in my mind. And we talked about this almost a prepping 3.0 thing where it's like, nope, part of your prepping now needs to get out from behind enemy lines. So that has become more apparent to us. And we've talked about all the reasons for getting out Um, the loss of your rights, Second Amendment rights, free speech. We talked about that in a previous episode. We talked about that in the ability to do things like, I don't know, dig a well. Here in the state of Washington, it is illegal for me to capture rainwater and store it. I can do it in Arizona, can't I can do it in a whole lot of other states. Here in Washington, you can't do it. It's illegal. Like whatever. It's it takes a permit and an act of God for me to drill a well. Not necessarily in red states. And it's those lack of rights. We've had that discussion. But now it's, it's access personal and direct. Now it's access to health care when you have lockdowns and Phases and permission from the king. If you can go to the ER, I mean, that's great Permission to get a colonoscopy, a mammogram, your eyes checked, whatever. You know, uh, uh, the other thing. And let me back up a little bit. We talked about in, in June how that one, your that colonoscopy was canceled. That's also at the same time that Joel, my son, in quote, air quotes, Joel, that not his real name, um, he he had been in lockdown. All of us had, and wears braces. Well, one of his follow-up appointments was about mid-May to beginning of June because his orthodontist was allowed to open up and he was able to get a bracket fixed, but you couldn't get a colonoscopy. The, the arbitrary un, uh, lack of uniformity unprincipled. and unprincipled um, just virtue signaling from the governor... That fine, Governor Inslee, whoever Newsom, whoever you are, want to go out there virtue signal all you want, but you're now messing with people's health and their future lives.
1: Yes, and that's
2: that's that's what is absolutely disheartening and scary to me. And and again, for those of us who are preppers, one of the tenets of our belief is not to depend on anybody but yourself for your well being. That's part of being a prepper. That's the the boils down to the heart of it. So, I'm not going to be dependent on the permission from Governor Inslee mm-hmm. to get a procedure that you need. If we can't get it here, well, we're going to we we get in the car and go to a place where we can. And, and there by the we way, go.
1: by the way, I'm going to have to have testing for the rest Yo, of my gosh, life. Yes. And I'm not going to be in a blue state where tomorrow there's a new strain. So we need to keep the the, the state locked down.
2: And you might need a vaccine to walk through the threshold of the yeah. no. Yeah. yeah.
1: No. So anyway, I want to make a couple points here and and, and shift a bit. Mm-hmm. First of all, in no particular order shelby has been amazing i want to thank her she has been absolutely spectacular and i want everyone to know that so let me talk about mental preps for a moment we always talk about the number one prep well first of all spirituality and is the number one prep but the number two prep is being mentally prepared for things my mental preps have been refined and honed i am not afraid of dying from this i am not afraid of a lot of things I'm going to get past this. This is all positive. This is going to get cured. That is important. You know, there's a term called personal SHTF. And we talk about SHTF, you know, hurricanes and civil wars and stuff like that. There are always things like this that it's a personal uh, blow like this. And you need to be mentally prepared and also materially prepared to do it. This is my personal SHTF. F moment, And we only have a couple minutes.
2: So and let me add to that personal catastrophe, personal S.H.T.F. Yes, we've had it in our family. We also recognize that across the Midwest with what's happening in Texas, Oklahoma, with this major snowstorm, freeze, power outage, lack of water, personal S.H.T.F. Those uh, hundreds of hundreds, if not thousands of people that are working the Alaska pipeline who just got laid off. The personal S.H.T.F. The XL, not the Alaska. I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah. The XL um, in the Dakotas. Personal S.H.T.F.
1: I want to end because the regular show is going to end and I want the regular show listeners to hear this. We'll talk more about this in the after show, which is available to Patreon supporters. My faith has been strengthened like you cannot believe i am absolutely certain that god did this for a reason there are a variety of reasons you can guess what some of them are i'll tell you what one of them is that may not be obvious i am letting the world know about this and i am going to be cured when i am cured the world thousands of people Mm -hmm. including you listener right now you're going to know how i got cured and it's because of god This is an opportunity to let thousands of people know about God's goodness and how he's going to cure this and how he is in charge. And it is strengthening my faith, Shelby's faith, and it's going to strengthen your faith. As you listen on months to go, you're going to hear more and more about how this actually turned out once I'm cured to be a net positive God is great, he's in charge, and I have ultimate faith in him. Take us out, Shelby.
2: Awesome. So, like our great founding father, Benjamin Franklin, left us with, he said, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Folks, have a great week, everyone, and we'll catch the rest of you in the after show.
0: Pray for us. You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com.